Hello and welcome to the Field Goals Podcast. I'm Brandon Schultz. Hope you all enjoyed a Thursday evening of football on television. Just got to wait now. We got to wait for the Saturday game against the Las Vegas Raiders. And it's going to be another short episode today as we heard from no coaches and we got some of the most short-winded players at the podium this week. So let's start on the offensive side. We heard from Gabe Jackson, who is going to be playing in front of fans at Allegiant Stadium for the first time Saturday, despite having played for Vegas all of last year. Oh, man. That's exciting, you know. It's, it's been a long time without fans, and I know they're ready to be there, and we're ready to see them too. And that's it. That's all the Gabe Jackson you get. It, uh, it was a short press conference, didn't answer a lot of questions, and uh, Gabe Jackson's just not a, a talkative dude. So uh, we also heard from two defensive backs, one of whom was Ugo Amati, and the former Oregon Duck talked about what it's like to have his former Seahawks teammate Deshaun Shedd as one of his coaches. That's cool. I love Shed, bro. I love Shed. Uh, he was, he was, I was his rookie, you know, so it's cool, you know, having like a player, uh, a former player being my coach. And, you know, he played how I played not too long ago. So, you know, it's really cool having him out there with us. And if you missed the last episode, Nathan Santo of the Seahawks Nest, he came on. We talked about what we're looking forward to when watching the Raiders game coming up. And one of the things that we said is that we're interested in seeing how the offense operates. And Ugo talked about the complexity of the offense this year and the speed at which they're running at. This year's offense is uh, it's complex. You know, you have to be really focused. If you're not, guys are going to be running past your face, you know, and, um, and you can't really anticipate what's going to happen. Russ is getting the ball out fast. Um, Titans are getting open. DK is getting open. Even DK, like all, the, all these guys are really getting open. It's, and it's like stuff is just hitting you quick. You know, they get to the, they get to the ball real quick. It's not silent counts, all that stuff. It's, it's the way they're designed. They're, they play with their splits. You know, some splits can be a, uh, a tall, some, pl- some splits can be a jet sweep, and it may not be neither one of them. So you just got to play it honest. Amadi also spoke about the possibility of him returning kicks this year, which he did during the preseason of his rookie year. I'm going to talk to Izzo, see how we, how that's going to shake up. But we got some dogs, man. We got Freddie, we got DJ, you know what I'm saying? We got some, some guys who can run with their head cut off out there. <laughs> if you're going to pick any of these press conferences to go back and watch the full interview with the player, I would go pick Ugo Amati's. He has a really uh, nice part right at the beginning where he's talking about how he pronounces his name and how he knows he's in trouble if his mom's saying his name as in his full name and how she adds some bass to it when he's really in trouble. So it's kind of a fun moment if you want to go back and check that out. Uh, one that won't take you very long is if you go and watch Marquise Blair, who gave probably the shortest answers of the bunch So why don't we just skip right to the end? I feel like this bit is starting to play itself out, but I do want to keep it going for just this one. Marquise Blair, who does he think are his funniest teammates? Uh, That's a lot of them on the team. None, nobody specific, really. A couple of them. Come on, Marquise. Not one teammate comes to mind. Not even the famed Nick Ballore. Oh, man. I think this is over. It's done. Shut it down. Moving on to Seahawks news, the team re-signed Darice Robinson, who I didn't know was on the team, but he's back, and they had released him two days ago. So Robinson was able to join the roster because the Seahawks also released cornerback Brian Mills, who I had heard of, but uh, now he's no longer on the team. So good luck to Brian. 
Also worth noting that Colt stars Carson Wentz and Quentin Nelson are progressing faster than expected through their injuries, which is good news because the Seahawks, they own Carson Wentz. We want to see him week one. And uh, Quentin Nelson, that's that's a nice addition for the Colts. They are now expected to play in week one. So that's something we're going to be following up at fieldgoals.com. Stay tuned to the podcast. We are going to be hearing from Pete Carroll on Friday ahead of the team's trip to Las Vegas. So stay tuned for that. A big thanks to Wilson Kahn for helping to produce this episode. Follow him on Twitter at Wilson underscore Kahn, C-O-N-N. And lastly, one piece of news that our managing editor, Mookie Alexander, posted up at fieldgoals.com Thursday evening. The Seahawks reportedly not budging from their latest offer to Jamal Adams. And this makes a ton of sense for Jamal because, you know, as soon as you sign the contract, then you're going to be expected to practice. And, you know, why not wait until next week, probably around Thursday or Friday, go ahead and sign it then. Then that way you don't, you're, you're not expected to play in that second preseason game. And then you're just going to get held out of that third preseason game anyway. So next week, I'm calling it. It's going to happen Thursday or Friday. You heard it from me, and uh, we'll see if I'm right. But there's going to be a lot more to talk about with the Seahawks through the coming week. Stay tuned. Until next time, go Hawks. <laughs>